sweet. Well, maybe we could go around and say our names, preferred gender pronouns, and where we're calling in from. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm Gray. My my pronouns are they, them, and I'm calling in from Chicago. And I'm Giselle Futrell. I use the she series pronouns. Um, calling in from New Hampshire, um, also known as the um, uh, land of the, the Wabanaki people. And I'm Anna calling in from um, using, I, I use she series gender pronouns, and I'm calling from Cleveland, Ohio, also home of the Shawnee, Miami, Erie, Ottawa, Potawatomi, and Haudenosaunee Confederacy. Cool. Um, I don't remember the order. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> get on to some educational trajectory questions. Um, I think that uh, Giselle, you were going to ask Gray, or Gray, you were going to ask Giselle the first question. Okay. Yeah, so um, my question, Giselle, was. Can you describe a pivotal moment of your trajectory? So this could be uh, a moment when you became engaged for the first time for lifelong interest. It could be a critical moment when you felt that you engaged with or disengaged with the school system in, a, in an important way, um, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and we got five minutes, right? <laughs> let, me try, oh. let me try to boil this down no i think we actually have like 10 for this and <laughs> oh nice yeah okay cool um yeah so i yeah so this is this is um it was super helpful to kind of put this trajectory together and and start thinking about those things because i think it happens a few times in in my um trajectory uh if i can like whittle it down to maybe three pivotal uh points um, definitely early elementary for me, uh, those formative years, like going into school, it was like in the 19, mid 1980s, um, in a predominantly Spanish speaking Latinx neighborhood, and then moving to the suburbs of New Hampshire, uh, it was a huge culture shift. Um, you know, I was a, a, a English was my second language and there weren't a lot of um, there wasn't a lot of supports there when I made that transition to New Hampshire uh, and I definitely found myself um, disengaging um, or maybe engaging too much but with my fists and it wasn't it wasn't the greatest um, so I think that was definitely a key point some of my earliest memories there um, and, and Feel free to interrupt if you guys have questions around anything while I kind of, so I don't babble on. Um, but then later on, I know high school, and I think, I feel like I'm still trying to figure this out. High school was where, um, you know, history was a big topic for me and so was English. Uh, and I was very much drawn to um, warrior culture um, and I think it was because of how hi the histories were, were taught. There was something that just gravitated me towards the idea of 
people fighting and, you know, what were they fighting for and what did it mean to serve um, that just kind of stuck with me in a way that compelled me to actually join the military. Um, And that's something I think, you know, that I'm still, I'm still working on why, why that is. And um, I probably would have appreciated like learning more about different forms of service and that would have been super helpful you know just to be introduced to like the Peace Corps or AmeriCorps but that wasn't the case um and I guess jumping into my adult years um you know working for working in uh public service and um specifically with programs that put like storytelling at its core and learning the power of storytelling that's that I consider that like a big piece of my education and then um, kind of what brought me to SASC, like how do we develop more, more programs like that, um, that put storytelling at its core so people can um, be, you know, the, the, have, have their own agency and their own education, basically. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, in a nutshell <laughs> um but yeah that's why that's why i'm here um and then um anna actually i think that's a good jump off point for questions um around your trajectory and kind of in the same vein it's like you know we have these points <laughs> that definitely influence us and on your trajectory like there's these little side notes to talk about like yeah. the 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 medicinal herbalism and the the union analysis I'm like what was that like yeah <laughs> there's a that... lot of little side notes yeah yeah I love it and I, I'd love to hear kind of more about that but also specifically um there's a little note that says hung out with community at teachers college Columbia yeah. University um uh, mm-hmm. a big circle there so if you could kind of talk a little bit more about what that was like and how yeah. that shows up yeah and those yeah. things are all actually very entangled um I one of my best friends from RISD I went to undergrad there um was pursuing the arts education program at Columbia <laughs> at the same time that I was living in the city and um at once a month uh for a weekend I would go up to Vermont with my best friend and study medicinal herbalism for a couple of years but while I was living in New York City, um, I I was working um, in my boss's apartment up in up in Harlem, right near Columbia. So I would just like crash at my friend's house all the time, and they had this like vibrant community of 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 educators that were like um, they were in it for the cause. You know, we would like kick it just like after everybody was out of classes, and we would just be like have these potlucks every week and we would just be up until like three in the morning like talking and it was um so informative to me um and while I was um hanging out with these this group of people I met this girl who um is it was in the psychology department at teachers college and I um went to one of her classes for um that was taught by the previous director of I think it was the Jungian Institute where I also took some classes um, and this guy led this class uh, introduction to Jungian um, analysis or psychology and it was um, I just went to the first class and it was 
it was like a way of perceiving the world in such a deep kind of archetypal symbolic way Mm. and um I um yeah I was just deeply drawn to it and I learned so much from it and um I think that uh, whenever I take up any kind of work around education or and and in my art practice, it has to for me kind of have this foundation of like meaning or some like a strong deep rooted foundation, and mm. that's where I found like a lot of sanctuary in Jungian um, psych- psychology analysis at the time. Um, mm-hmm. I've kind of moved on to other things, but um, just a way of like being really deeply rooted in your sense of self and your like relationship to the world um and so that's definitely something i i like to navigate like meaning making um in in um whatever i am in a teaching situation or just like a living situation <laughs> mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so gray um mm-hmm. i oh, to ask you a question question i think what's that i think i'm gonna do the second question i don't know if I okay cool that. so I noticed in your educational trajectory um you have your schools listed and then um you it looks like you loved your elementary you got a sad face next to your middle and high school experience you loved University of California at Santa Cruz experience and then another sad face next to University of San Francisco so when I saw that I was wondering um about how and you know again thinking about like Jungian work like our the ways that our shadows govern us like I think I always wonder about the ways that our um our hardships in life like shape our our um our path and how they're not like seen as failures but rather like bringing us on course and so I just wonder about how those like sad face experiences for you like shaped uh where you are now and where you want to go yeah um so I definitely wouldn't call them like hardships, but uh, <laughs> um, I went to a public elementary school and then UCSC is uh, public, maybe like in quotes, but my middle school, and my high school are both private um, and USF is a private parochial um, university in San Francisco. Um, and I... I hated um, my time at those schools. I was not allowed to go to a public middle school or high school um, because of one of my parents. Um, uh, And I had, I think it, I think that really my experiences at USF, I obviously chose um, and left after a semester, but um, uh, my experience, especially in middle school and high school really, um, I don't know. I feel very like familiar with what private schools are. Um, and to me, there's nothing beneficial um, about private education. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I know that we're going to a private school. I just also want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I hate privatized education. Um, and um, I think that those experiences really galvanized me. Um, and I have this like personal vendetta against <laughs> private education because of, because of the experiences that I had in middle school and high school, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, um, I, I had a great education in public school. Um, I love public school. I know all of my teachers 
uh, by first and last name. <laughs> um, awesome. From K through fifth grade. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I believe that I got a low quality education um, at the private schools that were extraordinarily expensive. Um, mm. And um, and there's just a whole lot more to that. But yeah, um, so that really is kind of what galvanized me and like uh, made me feel really strongly about advocating for public education. Mm. that's inspiring yeah sweet well I feel like that's a good a good spot to end we're just hitting 13 minutes and um yeah great to talk to you guys a little bit yeah I feel like there's like so much more we can type I, into, but... <laughs> I have so many more questions for both of you I know I know I know <laughs> It's exciting, though. We got a semester, right? And maybe, well, hopefully longer. Yeah, it's um, a good problem. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, have a All great right. day, guys. You too. Thank you. Bye. You too. Thanks. Bye. Thanks.